Almost every Thanksgiving, I have been blessed to have the privilege of the presence of family and friends around a generous meal. And either out loud or silently, I make an effort to give thanks. To give thanks for my family, my parents, my siblings, for my friends, for the effort and care that they bring to the table, for their presence, for their care, for their humor. And I give thanks for the experience we share together, for the food on our table, for the warmth of our kitchen, for the conditions that have made this moment possible. So for the most part, I think I'm aware of what I'm giving thanks for. But the question often arises for me, who am I giving thanks to? Being the humanist that I am, I struggle with this question. There is no doubt to me that I owe gratitude to the people in my life who I see every day, who have raised me, who, who help me, who support me, who encourage me, who challenge me, who make me grow into the person I am. In fact, most of my Thanksgiving meals, for example, have been made possible by the efforts of my parents and their parents and their parents who sacrificed so much to make a better life possible for me and my siblings. And on the same vein, I owe so much to the generosity of all those who have come into my life one way or another and made so many other things possible for me. But there's another benefactor at the Thanksgiving table, one who goes unseen and unheard and often unthanked. And it's my relationship with this benefactor that I struggle with. It starts with this feeling. When I partake of the Thanksgiving meal, the abundance that it represents, the plenty that it embodies, the deliciousness, the joy, the connection, the fullness of the entire experience, I feel this overwhelming sense of gratitude or gratefulness like uh, I've received a gift that I don't deserve. And for some reason, this feeling of gratitude seems to me to be so much larger than the verbal thanks that I can give to the real people in the real room. And inexplicably to me, it's a gratitude that seems to be best expressed by saying, thank God, thank providence. Now, of course, I, of all people, don't mean to imply anything about the metaphysical truth of that statement, but the truth of saying it, there's something there. And if I think further about why this feels so miraculous to me, why this meal means so much that I feel that the verbal thanks that I give to real people in the real room is not enough, it's because it kind of is miraculous. And I can only describe the miracle in this way. Take any item on the table, say pumpkin pie. It's made from pumpkins from one farmer in one state, from flour from another, 
and butter processed by dairy workers, shipped by truckers, stored by warehouse workers, sold by retail workers, baked in an oven, powered by electricity that comes from plant employees and engineers and managers who all belong to countless other chains that make this all happen. And this network of collaboration that stretches out to encompass millions of people working simultaneous to somehow put all this together to appear miraculously on the Thanksgiving table, I think that's kind of amazing. Now, I know there are some people who don't like that we're supposedly no longer self-sufficient as if we ever were. But I think that the fact that there are billions of these exchanges and connections and collaborations every day across the world linking us to each other in this vast tapestry of interlocking parts to make things that we need appear miraculously on our tables, I think that's kind of cool. And the tapestry is not perfect by any means. Far, 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 far from it. But the fact that most of the people who make up that tapestry are honest, hardworking people who put in a good day's work to help other people in some way, that's kind of amazing. An alien landing on our planet would say, wow, so this is what humanity is all about. And I think that's worth appreciating. And I think that is what I'm appreciating when I get that ineffable sense of gratitude at the Thanksgiving table that there are millions of heads and hearts and hands that have blessed this food, that there has been hard work and labor to make my feast possible, and that it all came together in this way. Wow. That's a miracle. But to say thank you to just feel this gratitude, is that enough? Because when I say thank God, I think that's the only way to make my heart big enough to embrace the million strangers that have colluded to make my feast. But is that enough? Because to say thank you is to say, I see you, I recognize you. You're not just an abstract personhood that I'll concede has this cold-hearted property of possessing worth. No, you have my recognition, my gratitude. You have my trust. You are my partner in a sacred exchange. At least that's what it can mean when I say thank you to someone I know and can see and interact with. But what about the million strangers who I'll never get a chance to meet? Is expressing my thanks in the air to a God I don't know exists enough? No. No, I don't think that's enough. If I recognize somebody, if I know that what they have done for me, if I say they are my partners in the sacred exchange, they deserve to know it. If I recognize them as human beings, I owe something to them. But where do I start? I know the tapestry is far from perfect. Many of the honest, hardworking people that make up this tapestry are suffering. 
The Food Chain Workers Alliance reports that in our country, more than 86% of food workers are earning low or poverty wages, with many working in unhealthy and unsafe environments, with long work hours and few breaks. Food workers face limited career mobility and discrimination and segregation concentrate people of color in the lowest paying positions. And that's just in our country. Across the world, food workers face deep institutional injustices, unfair practices, unjust relationships, and exploitation. Injustice mars the miracle of our tapestry. And the best way I can think of for me to express my gratitude is to do something about that. So where do I start? I start by starting small. I don't delude myself with the idea that I can do everything all at once. But I can do something. I can start. I start by not being afraid. Not being afraid that my heart won't be able to take it all. Because it can't, and it won't. My heart can't personally express gratitude to a million strangers at once, and it won't. But it can take steps to make our tapestry marked less by injustice and more by gratitude. And so I start by showing up. Right here, in this congregation, right now. Today marks the beginning of First Parish's Guest at Your Table program, where we support how the Unitarian Universalist Service Committee partners with grassroots leaders to improve workers' conditions, protect access to water, and defend communities at risk. And through its compassionate consumption campaign, the USC partners with the little red hands of the world to create a better tapestry of interconnection. So I already have an in. I know where to start and how. By taking home the Stories of Hope booklet in your orders of service, I can learn about the strangers in my tapestry. I can begin to start conversations with others with this material. And if I'm willing, I can contribute. Contributions will be collected at First Parish um, today until our special luncheon on January 11th, where we ha will have a special meal together in the name of food sustainability. I'll bring my friends to celebrate, you guys, and give thanks for an opportunity to express my gratitude in a real way. And I can help make all this happen. Marsha Hams is organizing the luncheon and will gratefully take volunteers to help put it on. So these are some ways, some small, 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 small ways to start expressing gratitude, to start taking that ineffable feeling of thanking God and meaning it. And so I start right now by giving thanks, by remembering and savoring the miracle of our feast, the miracle of our tapestry, the million strangers that made it all happen. They deserve nothing less than our gratitude. Amen.